Welcome to Who Picked This Movie's News No One Asked For. Today we're on episode 11. I'm your host, Clayton Palmer, and I'm joined by my wife and co-host, April. How are you doing, April? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of recording during the holidays, so we're going to try to get a lot of family and friends, and we're going to bring back the Who Picked This Movie part of our podcast. Uh, you know, we've been kind of slacking on it, so we it's, it's a little hard to get people out, so we're building a little mobile rig to where we can mm. go to other people. It'll be um, good. It'll yeah. be fun. So we're going to try to get about 10 people It'll this next fun. week to record. Um, in industry news today, uh, you know, we talked about it last week. The Marvels only earned $21.3 million in their domestic opening. It's the lowest in MCU history. No one wants to see it. <laughs> oh, is it because everyone is over it or because it's a bad movie? I. I, th- I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think there is some, some fatigue now for the Marvel movies, but I don't think it's because of, I don't think this is the reason. You know, we said that last week. Uh, I think this is going to be, you know, kind of where Marvel goes off the rails at this point. You know, I don't, I don't know how they can build it anymore without, I don't know. I just don't know. Okay, well, I'll be interested to see what the actual movie is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go watch, watch it. it still. I, you know, I didn't get a chance to go watch it this weekend, but I am going to go watch it mm-hmm. um, just so we can talk about it later. Yeah. The writer's strike, uh, you know, it's, it's got some more casualties here. Deadpool 3 is now the only MCU movie coming out in 2024. Uh, it looks like Thunderbolts and Captain America will push back to 2025. So this will be the first year where we haven't had, you know, two or three marvel movies come out in the year i mean of all the movies that should come out deadpool 3 is yeah i vote for that one yeah they were already doing some stuff with it before the the writers and actors strike uh so it'll be good to see that wrap up and um it'll probably be summer when it comes out i imagine uh, because it's such a big movie Mm -hmm. um but we'll see it looks like greta gerwig who did barbie will now be doing the chronicles of narnia uh and uh, we're looking at a 2024 production for Netflix for that. I have yet to see Barbie, not because I don't want to, but because I'm waiting for it to the price to come down. Right. So right. it's expensive to go to the movies now. So I'm going to wait until Barbie comes on Prime and it's not $20 to rent and is a little bit cheaper. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think about the Chronicles of Narnia? I thought I love the books as a middle schooler reading them, and I know our daughter loves them. So I'd be interested. I also know that while the Chronicles of Narnia, this this version of it was okay, it left a lot of stuff out. So it left a lot of things that were really important to the story, left them out. So I'd be interested to see how she's going to do the Chronicles of Narnia. Right. Uh, maybe better. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I know that the, the Chronicles of Narnia, you know, C.S. Lewis, these are all Christian-based stories. Um, so I'm... I'm Interested to see how they do their take on it. I read an article um, today about this, just looking a little further into it, and 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 it seems like they were kind of condescending about the whole idea, you know, with it being you know, you know, Christian based story. So we'll see. I I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, I just hope they don't like try to spit in the face of like C.S. Lewis and 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 turn it into something that it's not. I think. As long as you tr- stay true to any story, if you, I've said this time and time again on this podcast, 
and Stephen King said it best is when you deviate from the story and the in the yeah. book, that's when you turn fans away because these are beloved novels and people are going to people are going to come and to the movies looking for the the novels and if you deviate from that, you won't get the support that you should for the movies. Right. Uh, lastly in industry news, uh, I mean this isn't really uh about um it is, but it is movies, uh, yeah, yeah, per se. But uh, the looks like jurors in a, um, the Take Care of Maya case. And if anybody hasn't seen this, was a documentary. So good. Um, and and it's basically about this uh, John Hopkins Hospital for Children uh, took the kid away from her mom. False accusations. Yeah, a lot of false oh, accusations so and stuff. But they the jurors awarded the daughter $220 million. And rightly so. But they've been in a fight for what? How many, like, years It's been since she was a kid. And, and she's years. probably, like, 17. Well, she's older than that. She's, mm-hmm. like, 18 or 19 yeah. at this point. I think she's in her 20s. Yeah. Uh, a long but time. I, I can see them making another documentary just about the court case. I mean, with she this. lost her mom. Oh, it's, it's sad. Yeah. So not to be, not to do, not, if you haven't seen it, not to spoil it, but it's... Um, it's it's worth watching. It's hard to watch. It is hard to watch, but it is worth watching to view how messy our judicial system is. Yeah, yeah. In TV news, uh, the trailer just dropped for Avatar, The Last Airbender, uh, the TV show on Netflix. This is definitely not the M. Night Shyamalan you know, version of this. I watched it, and, and I almost had a tear come into my <laughs> eye. I love the franchise. And this is going to release in February next year. Uh, so I, I urge everybody to go and check out the, the trailer for this. It looks phenomenal. And our daughter and you are very, very big fans of The Last Airbender. Yeah, uh, I've watched so, this series through probably uh, at least a dozen yeah, times. And so does, yeah, and so does our daughter. And so the fact that you are excited about it just from the trailer says something because as a purist, again, yeah. uh, from something from the cartoon being able to be excited about it is is um it's exciting and it's scary all in the same breath because what if it's not what you hoped it would be yeah yeah i i'm i'm you know i'm really excited to see that they're using uh a mostly asian cast for this mm-hmm. because the cartoon is based Did on you see the m night Shyamalan one? yeah yeah i saw it yeah was it, it bad yeah it was terrible <laughs> uh but this one's got a lot of a lot of good actors in it from what i've seen um and they and they really follow the animated version of it. Mm. The characters look like their animated counterparts for the most part. It has the big, my mom would call the big. The big cow. The cow. Yeah, Appa. Yeah. The big cow in the sky. So, yeah. I mean, that was, I will say the part that I saw with that was neat. Just yeah. to see the big cow in the sky. <laughs> On November the 14th, uh, we got the series premiere of A Murder at the End of the World on Hulu. This is basically like uh, Gen Z, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, and from what I can see, the the girl who is the main character gets invited to this retreat and they're trying to solve a murder. Uh, it's in the middle of some frozen tundra. I don't know where it's set exactly, but it's, it's snow everywhere um, and it's frozen. Uh, the only actress I recognized in it that was... Uh, Britt Marlene, uh, she was the lead actress in the OA. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I liked her in this, that, so I, I'm, I'll probably end up checking this out to see if it's any good. Also on the 14th, there's the series premiere of NCIS Sydney on CBS. Uh, I, don't, I haven't watched NCIS in quite a while. I 
didn't know it was still running. Yeah. I might would watch this, though, if, if they have the Australian accents. I'm sure they will. It's <laughs> NCIS Sydney. On November the 15th, comedian Matt Reif will have a special on Netflix called Matt Reif Natural Selection. I really like this guy. Uh, he's a funny guy. I, I didn't watch all of his because he doesn't have any specials on. It's like a YouTube special, right? Yeah, he has clips. of. I've seen like oh, a lot no. of his YouTube I clips. Seen. I've listened to him. You know, he's been on... Um, on Schultz, he's been on Joe Rogan. He's been on several different people's podcasts. He's a funny guy. Oh. And and what's funny is like all the comedians talk about him because he's a really good looking guy. And it's not your typical comedian. You know, he's kind of like an anomaly as far as comedians go. He looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, is he's like totally into like paranormal stuff. Oh. Yeah, so he got, he does other like he does other like YouTube videos of him going to like haunted houses what? and stuff. Yeah, see, that'd be interesting to yeah. watch. I love stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, on November the sixteenth, uh, you'll have the season premiere of Drive with Swiss Beats on Hulu. Uh, this is a car collector kind of show, so uh, Swiss Beats travels to all these like car friendly locations and and takes a look at the different like car cultures. So he'll go to like Texas and see like the old low riders with Trucks. the. Huh? Trucks. Well, no, maybe. It's more car, like car culture. Like, he's going to be, you know, going to places that have, like, racing cars, you know, like Formula One stuff. It's going to be mostly, like, lowrider stuff. With So the cars that are based on the culture of where he is? Right, right. Well, that would be interesting. That would be an, I would watch an episode of that to see what that would look like. Yeah, so if he's going to Texas, you know. What's like, the car culture Like Houston, there? he's going to see, like, lowriders mm-hmm. with, like, you know, 24 inch spinners, you know, spread out like, but I like Swiss beats anyway. Uh, you know, he's been a, I've been following him for a while. He's a great producer and everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see what that looks like. And then lastly, on the 16th, we've got the series premiere of Scott Pilgrim takes off. Uh, this is going to be on Netflix. Looks like eight episodes. Uh, and the original cast is actually doing the the voicing of the characters for this. So is it, this is an animated series? It's an animated series, oh. yeah, but the original cast from the movie What is his name? Is going to be doing Michael... this. Michael Sarah. There you go. Yeah, so he'll be doing it. Oh, God, what's his name? Captain America. Uh, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. He'll return for his role. Um, uh, the girl who plays Knives will be on there. Like, every, everybody who's in the original cast will be on this. So um, I, I just watched the movie again probably three days ago. So I'm looking forward to that. I have a I like and don't like Michael Sarah. I some of the things that he is in as an actor I really like because of his dry humor and then some some of the things that he's in I just don't think fit in the movies that he's in but yeah it's just my opinion okay <laughs> uh, in movie news Marvel Studios can has confirmed that the younger Avengers will be in the MCU uh, the first people that have been announced so far have been Kamala Khan so miss Miss Marvel. Uh, Kate Bishop, who plays uh, the new version of Hawkeye, and then Cassie Lang, who is Ant-Man's daughter. So those are the three actors who are confirmed to be the Young Avengers. You really liked Miss Marvel, didn't you? I remember you uh, being n- a Not fan. so much. Oh, I thought you liked no, it. No, not so much. I thought it deviated too much from the comic book, you know, but I don't know what their plans were for right. the future of the, the movie franchises. Right, so right. we'll see. I've said we'll see a lot today, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Damsel, starring uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Uh, it's a movie about 
her being a princess and she's basically been set up to be sacrificed by a dragon by her knight in shining armor so this is making her the the heroine of the the tv show uh i haven't seen any kind of trailer for it yet so i don't know what it looks like but that'll be coming out disney is going to be making an inside out two movie i'm excited so i don't really i struggled with the first movie and part of it could have been a lot of things but i struggled with the first movie mm-hmm. and just just whether or not I liked it. And so I'm actually really It was a sad movie. It was. That's maybe that's what it was. It yeah. was a it was a really sad movie that I unexpectedly just cried at the end of it when she's on the bus and, yeah. and she didn't expect that. So maybe that's what it is. I appreciate though that they are that Disney is adding anxiety to her yeah, the but traits. The the movie is gonna be focused on puberty. So <laughs> <laughs> she's 13 now so well i mean that'll i actually think that'll be f- that if they do it well and do it right it'll be funny it'll yeah. be it'll be a good heartfelt because that's a really strange age for all of us i worry when it, when disney does anything to do though with like any kind of age type stuff like that you I know, think it because could be they good. they te- it, they tend to bank like they tend to. Well, but but like, I will say tank. some some of the movies that tank are the best movies though. Yeah. So I mean, look at uh, what's the one with Baymax? Oh, uh, Big Hero Six. Okay, so yeah. Big Hero Six tanked. Yeah. Um, but such a good Disney movie. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And now it has this like cult like following. Yeah. Um, but it was, again, I, I think sometimes the most underrated movies in Disney are the best ones. Just my opinion. Okay. The new Ghostbuster trailer is out. The I name- loved the previous one with Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be in the, this one, too. Uh, the name of the movie is Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Uh, I don't know from what I saw in the trailer, because the trailer's out. The ghost looked like it might be a Viking type of ghost, but it doesn't give away any kind of like anything to tell what it is like you see you see some horns that make would make you think like it's a viking but i've also read something that it could be a japanese based ghost the second movie wasn't wasn't again it's been a minute since i've seen that the second movie wasn't the um oh my gosh the man in the painting wasn't he a viking no he was that was uh it was vigo the carpathian oh okay yeah Totally off base. Yeah, no, he, anyway. he wasn't a Viking. No, oh, okay, no. Mm, totally wrong. Sorry, Ghostbusters fans. I like. I just watched the first one more. Yeah, diligently. but in the trailer, you see a storm coming in. Their ice ice spears shooting up all over the ground, um, all over the place. And they talk about this thing called the Death Chill uh, that threatens to plunge the world into a second ice age. Oh. So again, I don't know if it's a Viking type mm-hmm. ghost because I've read that it could be a Japanese ghost that was from one of the video games that oh. they, they created. I haven't played the video game that we're referencing, but they said it could be a ghost. The new, from that. Um, so the the one that they just mes- most recently redid, it was Ghostbusters Afterlife, Afterlife right? Yes. Watch it. It was It is so good. And yeah. I, it's good because they really do um, honor the first Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I think that's where... The second remake of the, you remember the f- second remake of the first, re- the first remake of, you know what I'm talking about. The All Girls. Yes. While I'm, go, go ladies, right? I just think that you have to stay true to the plot of the film. 
of the of the plot. The if you're gonna make a remake, you have to stay. There has to be threads that connect to the remake. Right, right. I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so god awful. I mean, I for what it was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. The only thing I would say is that it didn't keep to the threads of the originals, and I think that's where you lose fans yeah. when you do a remake and you don't keep to the thread of the original. I, I think that's where you lose fans. In game news, there's rumor that From Software's Bloodborne might be headed for the big screen. And I know you don't know what this is, April. You probably never played it or seen it. They uh, did Elden Ring, they did Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and then they did uh, Dark Souls. Um, the type of game that it is, is, they always refer to it as a Dark Souls game, but the character looks like a steampunk type, like he's wearing steampunk-like gear, and he's fighting demons and, and different kind of unworldly, otherworldly characters, I guess. I like the game Elden Ring. I, I don't think I played. I don't think I played Bloodborne, but I played Elden Ring. Now I'd rather see Sekiro made into a, a you know a movie from from this from software game um, because it deals with samurais and things like that. But but I think this will be a good movie. Like I think it's it could have some potential and maybe turn into like a franchise. And then secondly, we've got Zelda. It's going to be uh, made into a live action movie. The director said that it's going to be like Avatar as far as the world goes, so like completely immersive, which is awesome because that's that's a big part of the Zelda games is the world. He even tweeted out that 13 years ago he thought he'd never be able to direct Zelda, which is funny, you know, because he's such a big fan. Uh, this will be another one of those movies, like when I see the trailer, like I'm, I'm probably going to have a tear. Is it animated or live action? No, this is going to be live action. I wonder who they're going to get to be Zelda. I don't know. I don't know. They haven't even started production yet. Mm-hmm. He's just helmed. The director is helmed. I, and I can't remember who the director is right off hand, but uh, they've helmed the director to to do this movie now. They better do it right. There's so many Zelda fans. I, I will tell you, like I've owned pretty much every uh, Nintendo console since the original NES, and I have only bought them to buy Zelda games. That's how much of a like fan I am of this this game. So, uh, you know, I love the cartoon that came out in the '90s, and and I'm hoping that this is going to be like a big blockbuster movie, and they'll be able to do more. There's there's some worry, you know, because Mario had like really mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. It made a ton of money, but the reviews are like split on Mario. Like I didn't like it. Um, I fell asleep during it, but you know, I, I know a lot of people like the movie, and it it made a lot of money. This week's movie releases, uh, Next Goal Wins is coming out on November the 17th. Uh, looks like all of these will be actually the 17th. This is the story of terrible American Samoa soccer team. Uh, they were beaten, you know, 31 to 0 in a like 2001 FIFA match. Taika Waititi and Michael Fassbender are going to be in this movie, and this is coming out this week. Uh, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This is with Snow and, and, and how he came to be in the thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I didn't read the book. I read the other ones, the Hunger Games books, but I didn't read this. So I'm, I like the movies from that series. So I think this will be a good franchise to go into. I'm going to have, I'm going to really have to see it to have some kind of compassion for Snow. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know how they'll set his character up because he's, he's a, He's an asshole. <laughs> that is, a, that is a, an understatement. So, which means that something pretty uh, definitive 
you know, terrible happens. must have happened to him. Yeah. And maybe it's that it, I'm, I'm can only assume because I didn't read the book that the main character dies. Mm. The girl, that would be the only reason I would see him turning, you know, from what he is in this, from the previews anyway. Uh, we've got trolls band together. Uh, and this is, I'm not going to see this, but it looks funny. Basically, Poppy discovers that Brantz was once part of a boy band, and then the whole movie they're trying to find his brothers Aww. who were part of the boy band, but they do all the old boy band songs. So they're doing NSYNC, they're doing Backstreet Boys, I Boys think it'll to be Men. Cute. Yeah, and, and fun. And you've got Justin Timberlake, you know, back in this role. So that'll be, mm-hmm. and I think they're doing a song for this movie, NSYNC is. I think I think movies like this are just fun. I also, again, the first Trolls movie, I completely unexpectedly wept at whenever they were yeah. singing in the the in True the Colors. Pot. I <laughs> totally didn't expect that. So I think I like this franchise. I think it's sweet. So yeah. I, you know, it's one of those we'll watch on a Friday night with pizza and popcorn with my small person. Yeah, and then we got Thanksgiving, uh, the movie. <laughs> Uh, so after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, uh, a killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts. So the, the birth birthplace of the Thanksgiving holiday. I giggle at movies like this, the movies that are that are like Thanksgiving, everybody dies, or what's yeah. the what's the one with Hopper last year, the Bad mm. Santa movie where he's. I think it was called Bad Santa. No, no, no. that was with. Something about an evil Santa yeah. that kills everybody. And so I just, kudos to y'all that like the holiday movies, the Slayer movies. I just don't, I just can't. Well, I don't, was that a remake? I don't, I don't know. Because there was a movie like back in the 80s called, I think it was called Black Christmas, where you had a serial know. killer dressed up as Santa Claus. No, yeah. it looked, it, I haven't seen it. So um, it looks like a, like a Slayer movie with Hopper at the front of it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I I must have missed that one because I I like I'm sure I like it'll some come movies. out on the holiday in the holiday yeah. season. <laughs> and then we're moving on to our weekly topic, and this week we're going to be talking about what happened uh, comedies. I've noticed over the years, like especially the last like five or six years, that there hasn't been any big blockbuster comedies out. You know, I remember watching like uh, Meet the Parents back in two thousand. Huge movie. It ended up bringing in like three hundred and thirty million. All the comedy movies that are coming out now are like barely breaking a hundred. Like some of them aren't breaking a hundred. Like Night School with Kevin Hart only made seventy seven million. Like, so okay, here's my here's my question then. Yeah. Do you think that a part of this could be not only the what year? Okay, so what year did? The MCU start. Hmm. Two thousand seven. Okay. Two thousand eight. So, maybe. So, I think, and this is just a theory, that once the MCU started, it took some hype away yeah. from comedies, yeah. and I think that we have been living in the MCU comic book world for a long time. So, how long have we been living in that world? Yeah, like 15 years. Right. Yeah. So I think that that has had a direct impact on on comedies because some of the movies that I that you made lists of here are really great funny movies that also I don't know that they are anything beyond Netflix movies. I think that's another shift in our 
generation that has happened yeah. or our time that has happened is that now comedies are more likely to go to Netflix rather than the, like live streaming. Okay. I get that. I get that. And, and, and I wrote that down actually. I wrote, you know, the only comedies I've seen in the past 10 years have been on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been anything since like 2000. 15 that's actually made any money pitch perfect too or so are you talking about comedy series or just comedy just movies? comedy movies yeah because i would say ted lasso is probably one of the most successful well that's a series comedy yeah. series but yeah. you're talking about just comedy movies yes yeah just movies now when i look back you know 2000 you had meet the parents you had rush hour 2 in 2001 that was like these are the biggest ones mm-hmm. uh, my big fat greek wedding like true comedies i i i had to take one off of here um, because I don't consider it a comedy. It was uh, Bad Boys for Life. That's an action movie with mm-hmm. some comedic parts to mm-hmm. it. Um, and it made a lot of money. But again, the last big comedy movie that, that we had was Pitch Perfect 2 in 2015 that actually made any money. I, the types of comedies that I've seen too have changed. You know, you had like, you had like the like, um, oh, what's the name? Happy Gilmore type movies in the 90s yeah um american pie road trip those kind of movies and then you and then you went into like bruce almighty in the early 2000s the more sophisticated comedies yeah that's what i would call those yeah but the the comedy movies of the last like i would say seven or eight years have been they've been weak on comedy i would say like and i don't know if it's like i'm getting older and and Maybe it's an age thing. Like I'm aging out of what the movies are. You laughed through the wrong Missy or whatever that movie was. That was was. funny. But again, that's a happy Gilmore type. Right. Slapsticky kind of silly movie. But again, it wasn't a mainstream movie. It was a series on on streaming. Yeah. And And I'm just wondering, like, I guess my question is, is. Did they move to streaming because they are afraid that they can't make any money at the theaters? Like, like especially now that, like I said, I, maybe I've aged out of those kind of movies. Um, you know, are younger people like, are they not going to see comedy movies because they're like perpetually offended by everything? No, I don't think that's it. I think that people are just being more picky about what they go see at the movies because it's so freaking expensive. And I think yeah. I, I'm going to return back to this theory. I do think that the MCU set a movie experience. Like an expectation of well, what? Well, because you're in the movies for this, you know, with 60 of your closest friends experiencing <laughs> Iron Man yeah. and invested in this movie that everybody wants to see and so I think that the experience in itself has shifted and comedies just don't bring it anymore unfortunately I think there's value in all forms of of theater and cinema but I think it's just not the way that people us because of streaming now I mean I'm not going to the movies to see a comedy okay question what was Barbie is Barbie a comedy yeah okay yeah it made a just a poop ton of money. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then that would that would be on this list of a comedy. Yeah, that that, that was this year. I, I did right. everything up until twenty twenty two, I think. So I didn't I didn't include this year uh, because the year's not over. Barbie made a ton of money, right? Because it's, it also was an anomaly, right? I think it's an anomaly. Now yeah. we're gonna have to, in order to do comedy, 
you are going to have to. But that's that's an IP that's already been well established. But you're going to yeah. have to do a movie that no one has done before. Yeah. That's what I, I think you're going to have to really think and live outside the perpetual box to make money with a comedy. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's going to be it for today. Um, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. That's coming Safe up. Safe travels to everyone. Yep. So uh, we'll have one more episode uh, next week that'll be um, news no, no one asked for. And hopefully after that, we'll have a couple of episodes that'll be just the, the deep dives into the movies, the who picked this movie. So really looking forward to connecting with a bunch of old friends. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll catch up with you later. See y'all later. All right. <laughs>